Testing, testing. Mild reverberation. It looks like we're good, though. Sometimes that happens on this podcast app. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Slim Society show. It's Connor Rhodes here once again, but you knew that. I just like saying that for the introduction. Today, it's another top three tips episode. That means I have another great guest for you today. On the top three tips section of the show, I interview a variety of fitness and health professionals to bring you a variety of experiences and opinions to help you with your weight loss. So today I am talking to Francis Sprenger, an online body transformation coach and Sheffield-based personal trainer. Francis, how are you today, sir? I'm cold, man. It's freezing today. <laughs> what is the weather outside? I don't know how many degrees it is. Lately, it's been cold, though, hasn't it? It's been near zero. Man, yesterday was horrible. A little bit bad today, but I'm not, I'm not a fan after the sunny weather we got last week. It was nice briefly, wasn't it? And then straight back to just normal Englishality. Yeah, not normal flipping British weather. I'll tell you a secret, sir. Um, if you see me outside and it's cold, I'm always wearing two pairs of socks and leggings underneath my trousers. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wear like literally sports leggings like the, that you wear for running just underneath my normal trousers constantly. I'm layered up like an onion. <laughs> uh, that's your first tip for the day. I'll look out for that. <laughs> some people say if you sweat more you lose more weight so it might, might help a bit in that area too They're, they'd be wrong but some people say well I'm, um, I'm good apart from the weather how are you man i'm really good sir i'm really good i'm really glad to be doing this podcast with you um i'm glad to be getting some professional content out to the world because i feel we've been chatting back and forth just casually as friends for a while now so i'm glad for us to put out some good content and see if we can help some people. Me too, man. Definitely. Because I knew um, who you were, don't you know, online before I knew who you were in real life. I, uh, <laughs> I'd seen your... <laughs> that sounds creepy. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. I've, I've seen your, is it FSR, personal training? That's the one, yeah. That's the one, sir, yeah. I'd already seen that online and I already knew some of the personal trainers that worked for you under you um in your in your business and had heard about you this Sprenger uh, character i'm thinking who who did I'm you Googling know things. who was it uh nori nori sykes uh nori yeah she's a lovely girl nori yeah she's really nice she's really friendly um so i'm thinking who's this Sprenger character and googling things i'm thinking <laughs> all right then this 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 turns out to be a person and then next thing i knew i'm sat there doing flipping dumbbell presses for chest at the gym group kellum island and who sits down next to me on a bench no other than francis Sprenger. i'm like oh shit here we go then <laughs> yeah man it's a, it's a small world isn't it it can be sometimes which is quite interesting and then i remember we had a conversation for about 30 minutes, and then I had to go to a meeting and I had to stop interrupting your flipping weightlifting session yeah, as well. <laughs> I, did about, I did about five minutes of a chess session and 45 minutes talking there, but you know, that's what the gym's there for sometimes socializing. It will be, it will be nice. And we are recording this just going into a, the last weekend and the end of the last week with gyms being shut, aren't we? Things are opening up on Monday. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I uh. I'm a I'm a gymaholic myself. I find it helps me in many, many ways, and I you know I've missed it. So I'm I'll be at them doors, you know, ten minutes before it opens, rushing in. So I'm I'm excited. Um. Yep. Same. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down on Monday. Uh, have you been managing to do any exercise or training while gyms have been shut, etc.? Yeah. No. I, I I never really miss training. I I do it for my mental health. It's uh. It's a big thing for me training. So mainly I, I after the first lockdown, because um, I don't know if you can remember, the, the price of weights to buy weights in the first lockdown was, it was extortionate. It was crazy how much people were selling them for. So after the first lockdown, I bought a load of weights. So I've got like a little home gym. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky in that sense. So I've been able to train quite a bit during this lockdown, but it's it's not the same training at home, you know, getting in the gym environment, getting motivated, having people around you. It just makes you feel better. 
This sounds like bad news for me, sir, because you're jacked and I was wondering when we go back if I'm going to be bigger than you. Turns out not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jacked, man. I'm not jacked. But I've, I've managed to keep exercising somewhat. So what about yourself? Have you managed to train still? Yeah, I've turned one of my spare bedrooms into a flipping gym. I've got a, I've got pull-up bars, dip bars, bands, dumbbells, benches. I've got stuff. Um, the only thing I've not managed to train very effectively is my leg muscles. I, my, I only have dumbbells that go up to 20 kilogram and I can do literally sets of 40 split squats with those. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know what I've realized about legs is you, there is so much you can still, I, I, I tell myself this, I say, I can't train legs outside of the gym, but I'm lying to myself. You can, it's just not as fun. Like it's not as fun as doing different variations of split squats at home. Like you said, as doing, you know, your, your, squ- your squat machines, your leg press, the different variations of leg ex- extension and hamstring curls. I, I haven't trained legs at all at home, and I'm a, I'm a legaholic when it comes to the gym, so it's just not motivating from home. Interesting, yeah. I, I have managed to keep up with my leg training, and I'd say my legs mm. are roughly, like, I, I, I care more about the size of my leg muscles rather than the strength, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm, it's just pure vanity <laughs> for me of course, personally. Man. Um, That's why most of us train. It's why quite a lot of people train. Yeah, I agree. And I've, I've managed to keep up the size of my leg muscles um, decently. My calves are actually a little bit bigger because I've been running through lockdown and usually I make excuses not to do that. Oh. Um, and that's actually bulked my calves out a little bit. And it's also made the fronts of my shins jacked in like a strange, oh, really? weird way. I've, yeah, in a weird way I've never seen. I don't know if it's a tibialis yeah. muscle on the front or what it is, but... Anterior tibialis. Yeah, it could be. That's what I'm saying. But it, to me, it just looks like armor plating. I'm looking at my shins thinking, oh my God. <laughs> Weird. But I've never been a big runner, so I suppose they're just not used to it. So I'm getting newbie gains um, on the bottom. But I, I find it just really hard to train legs at home. Like I said, I've got I've got dumbbells and I have done leg training and I've done single leg hip thrusts off the side of a bench with like a dumbbell pinning myself down. And I've got um, other ways I can do hamstring curl movements and stuff like this, but it's just flipping hard. It's, it's just way harder work than going and sitting on a leg press, putting four twenties on each side and just giving it a shove. Yeah. <laughs> that makes you know, your legs so jacked so easy. <laughs> I, th- I think everybody's in the so- same boat on this one. I think everybody is sick of YouTube workouts. Like nobody wants to do them anymore. Like honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Um, have you or do you do any sort of like Zoom online personal training sessions for your clients or anything like this? No, nah, not anymore. We uh, the mainly focuses around nutrition and habits and things like that. Now it's uh, not so much training anymore. What about yourself? Interesting. Um, yeah, I just asked that just for my, I don't know, personal interest. Yeah, I do. I've got maybe five clients online like zoom Mm. personal training clients um and that's good for me literally because i have one maximum two sessions per day so i usually i wake up quite early naturally i check some emails and respond to some private messages from Mm like my clients if they've got back to me um then i usually do my own exercise in the morning at about seven o'clock in the morning or something like this until maybe Wow. Eight, half eight. And then I get in the shower. Then at 10 o'clock, I have one or two. Sometimes I have an 11 o'clock client as well, like maybe only one day a week. I just mm-hmm. have one Zoom online personal training session. And I really like that because it's people I've been working with for a long time. It's people who are also my Six Steps to Slim members. I only yep. coach people who've got weightlifting equipment at home. So it's not body weight stuff. It's not like, jump around, let's go, and three, and four. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like this. It's like, I coach people who've got like dumbbells and weights and loads of people have got loads of mad equipment at home. Or, or they've even purchased more equipment. So it's nice. It breaks you, up my day a little bit. It helps the client. Do you, uh, do you enjoy it? I do enjoy it. Yeah, I do enjoy it, especially through lockdown. It's been really good for me. Because if I had to do 40 sessions a week, I did that for 10 years in a gym. I don't want to do that. Um, but, but I do, I do like personal training. Like now I'm, I consider myself a nutritionist, even though I do do some personal training, whereas I used to Mm. consider myself a personal trainer, but because I did some nutrition, because I used to have 40 sessions a week, just personal training in a gym. Now I don't want to do that. It's hard work, but I do like personal training. It does bring me fulfillment. I like chatting to people. I like teaching people about exercise. I like checking in with these clients in a 
in a, like a once a week for a full hour basis. I get a lot of chance to talk to them about their food and about what's going on in their life in between. So I have a good relationship with these people. Um, so it's been quite fulfilling for me just to do like one or two hours a day throughout lockdown. So it's been nice. Um, one of one of my clients has just finished because she's super pregnant now. She's been training all the way through the pregnancy and now she's just too pregnant. She wants to carry on, but I've just told her we're stopping. Look, <laughs> this is, yeah. you, 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 it's about time you just chilled because it's like a very low amount of weeks until she's supposed to give birth. So I've got a new slot and I'm thinking about filling it. So I was thinking about exactly this. I was thinking, do I actually want to fill that slot? And I thought, yes, I do actually. I would like a, another personal training client. So I'm going to ask my I always ask my six steps to slim members first, if anybody wants online training. And then usually from that, I always just fill the slots. But then if that doesn't happen, then I'll go on to the Facebook page and um, the website, et cetera, and find somebody else online who wants to Zoom training. Yeah. Man, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good that you uh, you really enjoy it. I, I did it for about 11 years, 12 years myself. And it's uh, I lost the love for it. After in know, in ex- person or online training, do you mean in per in person or you know like any in, sort yeah, of the gym? Yeah, not not just in the gym, but um, like training people on exercise is what I mean. So per okay, you know personal okay, yeah. training in 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 person online because we when the lockdown first hit, I think that's where every trainer in the world went over Zoom to you know kind of save save the business and still manage to help the clients. And uh, you know I, I lost the love for it. Uh, for quite a few different reasons, but I think I just, it, it wasn't really where, where my heart was at anymore. I really wanted to help people. And I think something we'll, you know, talk about when we talk about the three three tips today, but I think you'll agree, you know, the nutrition side and the habit side is so much more important than the training. And I wanted to focus on that, but also I, I, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy it anymore. I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because I'd counted to a billion reps for people or <laughs> you know I, yeah. I, I may, maybe I wasn't getting the result I wanted with the clients from the training because I less I didn't focus as much on the nutrition maybe as much as I should have interesting um, yeah but yeah but that's that's kind of where I went down the road I did uh, just just because I lost the love for it that makes sense yeah and I kind of had a, a similar pattern to you where I started off as a personal trainer doing loads of personal training and then just slowly blended it over to nutrition and now I just literally do it because I like to stay in touch with people and I'm, I like a bit of social and I like to help them um, and pe- people get value from it. And I feel like it's a good little section in my day. So it's just whatever suits each person. Yeah, I think it? I think I don't like people as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the thing about me, you know, is I don't, I, I only really, well, I'll rephrase what, what I get out of my job and what I do is that I really like to help people. How I actually help people is less important to me. Like whether I'm a personal trainer or a nutritionist or it's online or it's in person or I do group meetings or we do Zoom meetings or I give lectures and I talk at businesses and I do webinars mm. or I do podcasts like this. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I just like chatting to people. I like helping people. I like seeing what I can do for people. That's all it is, really. So, what f- I like a variety of formats and to dip my toe in each one. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds like you've got spinning a lot of plates. Um, yeah, but they're all plates I chose, I guess. I've decorated them myself uh, <laughs> so they're the way I want them to be. And I find it quite fulfilling. I find it quite fulfilling. I've got some ridiculous plans coming up in the future as well that people are not even going to believe, which I cannot disclose on this podcast. Um, Sounds juicy. But- but I can definitely tell you privately afterwards that's no issue. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Any, anyway, anyway, should we get down to the top three tips, do you think? Yeah, man. All right. So if you could run us through them one by one, nice and steady, we'll, we'll hear what the tip is. And then we'll, me and you will go back and forwards about it. I might ask you a few follow-up questions about why you've picked that or what you do with your clients in that area, etc. And we'll just see what happens. Cool, cool. So beautiful, brilliant. Uh, well, I'll get started. So the the first tip that I've got, and this this is kind of so that everybody listening knows where that this is coming from. This is coming from, you know, twelve years of experience working primarily with women between thirty and fifty five years old, um, and it, you know, I've done a lot of theoretical study over the years. The main areas that I've gained the most knowledge is working with real people and not just 
not the kind of theoretical or the study side of things. And the, the main, the, the first point I want to go over is that is the top tip is do not follow a strict diet plan. Now, there's many, many, many reasons for this. And all the tips that I'm going to give, there's going to be so many people that disagree with it. But this is what I've found works best for the people that I've worked with is diet plans, a strict diet plan always, always, always leads to failure. If it's got no flexibility in it, if it's got no range of where you can go, if there's no sort of system that you're working to and it's flexible to your lifestyle, it's always going to fail. And the main reason is, is let's use, uh, you know, an example of just a plan that somebody's given you where you might wake up, have some wheat bix, uh, you'll have a salad for lunch and you will have chicken and broccoli for the evening. That's your typical personal trainer <laughs> I you know, not. diet plan. That's <laughs> <laughs> your typical trainer diet plan that you'll get you off your average trainer. And uh, you copy and paste diet plan that you'll get off your average trainer. Yeah. And uh, pe- people just think that they can go in and follow this stuff. And people aren't realistic when they're going to diets because like, it, it, everybody has a short mindset. They don't think of the bigger picture. You just want to lose as much weight as quickly as possible. And don't think of what's realistically going to happen. They don't even think five days away to Friday or Saturday. Um, and they've got an event that weekend and they're, you know, they're going out for a meal with a friend. So how on earth are they actually going to stick to their diet plan? Um, and they've got no backup plan. So when they get to the weekend, it's not a case of they're going to stick to the plan. And if they go slightly off the plan, it's like, okay, you know, um, can we, can we swear on this? This shall I keep you swearing? Can, on yeah, this? you could do whatever you want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first. They think okay, very polite. Yeah, <laughs> think okay, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want now. And then they, you know, essentially ruin everything they've done in the week. They feel guilty on the Sunday, and then go back to it on Monday, and they're like, okay, this week's going to be different. I'm going to follow that exact same diet plan, and for some reason, I'm I'm gonna, you know, it's going to be different this week, and it's never going to be different. People are just you know, when it comes to dieting, and we are we are all, I'm not calling anybody individually, but we are all stupid with this. We don't apply the same logic that we do with the rest of our life to a, to a diet plan. We're literally doing the same thing over and over and over again and not really thinking about it in an intelligent way where you, you have to think what's going to be suitable and realistic for your life. Like you, you're just setting yourself up for failure for disappointment and, and a lack of results by following a strict strict diet plan. But that's that's my first top tip is do not follow a strict diet plan. That is absolutely amazing. I, I was half forgetting I'm on a podcast here and just listening to you. I was having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was that was really good. I completely agree. I actually do not sell diet plans, do you know? And people message me all the time, do you sell a diet plan? I'm like, no, sorry. And it's not because I'm trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to make it awkward for you. It's just that I've got morals and I want to sleep at night. I only sell things that actually work. <laughs> like there you, you said, go. the diet plan's not going to do anything for anybody really, is it? If you really want a diet plan, you can just go on Google, type in the specifics of any diet plan you want, make it any calories you want. Anybody listening, type in 1,800 calorie per day diet plan, type in 1,500, 2,000 calories a day, 2,500, whatever you want, make it 2,000. 393 calories with intermittent fasting and vegan. Google it. It'll come up. Literally, there's enough flipping free, free diet plans online. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And if, 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 that, if that was going to work, it would have already worked, wouldn't it? Why is the flipping 59 million results and no one's lost weight using them yet? <clears throat> yeah, and I think people know this. They just, <clears throat> they don't just start choking them on water. Uh, they don't listen. Um, you know, and it, I think people don't listen to what they, do, you know, We've got selective hearing. We all have. We all have. You know, you and me will have it with different areas. And then most people have it in terms of their diet, you know. And if even listening to this, people will listen to this. And we're saying don't follow a diet. I guarantee next week they'll message someone saying, I need a diet plan. And I'm, I'm the exact same as you. I, I don't get my, my clients don't get diet plans. I teach them how to eat, essentially, you know, without going too far into it. I teach them how to be, you know, self-sustaining so they don't need me. They don't need a diet plan. A diet plan only works as long as you follow it, you know. 
And if if you have got birthdays coming, like this, this for example, this is a great example now. You know, I don't know when this, when are you putting this out? When does this this go out? Today, sir. It's literally, okay. we're, li- we're live right now on the internet. So there's only one shot. There's no edits. There's no retakes. <laughs> there's no redos. And then oh, it'll literally okay. be on, it'll be on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else in like literally an hour. I didn't know we were live. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so a, a couple of days away, we're going to be out of lockdown. We can go outside to pubs. You know, people are, there's going to be so many people that have messed up this week. We're on Thursday. You know, everybody's like, okay, I'll get back on it Monday. Well, will you really? You know, Monday is going to be the, the day when the world opens up. You just want to be happy, enjoy yourself, have a drink, you know, go out for a meal. Um, which I thought, I don't know if we can do that now. We can have food outside, can't we? I'm guessing at a restaurant. Um, I'm not entirely sure on the exact specifics. Right. I'm not going to lie. I know, I know you can't sit into a restaurant until like May. So I don't know what the specific yeah. rules are regards that, to I, be honest. I have no idea. Let's not go too far into that. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the world's going to open up again. And it just means that sticking to a strict diet plan is going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible. So don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah, I wrote a post on Facebook literally about this this morning saying something along the lines of dieting and eating or eating healthy, let's call it, has not been easy for anybody in lockdown. Do you think it's going to be easy when we're out of lockdown either? If you've been off work, you didn't find it easy. When you go back to work, you're not going to find it easy. You didn't find it easy before lockdown even existed. No one does. It's just never easy. You've just got you've just got to plow forward and just in my opinion, people have to make the diet or the healthy eating plan that they're on so easy that they can follow it even when life's difficult, not just when yeah. it's easy. If you, if, if, yeah, if you can only eat healthy or follow the plan that you think you should be on or want to be on when life's going well, it's never going to get done. It's never going to get done. Um, I, I will say with not selling meal plans, one thing that I will do with people is I will help my Six Steps to Slim members make their own meal plan. I don't mind that necessarily because the the only thing that I'm really against with meal plans is like you said, it's, it's well, there's a few things really. Stickability is number one, like you said. People can't stick to them for an extended period of time or really somewhat close to forever if you wanted to lose weight and keep it off. You've kind of got to stick to at least some form of controlled eating. Um, yeah. So we need I, something that – go on, sorry. Yeah, so I, I'm going to give away a bit of an industry secret here. I don't know if you've seen it before. Um, but if, if anybody, because I want to give away a little bit of value to anybody who's anybody who's actually listening to this, you know, anyone who's listening live or anybody who's listening after, is investing their time in their own health. You know, this is a top three. This is time out of your day, and this is tips to help you benefit your life. So I want to kind of give you this. When I found this, this was like the, the, the mecca of diets and this was you know it's pretty epic and it will help most trainers don't know about this i don't you know you can tell me if you know about this um afterwards but if you want like a and again i say don't follow a strict diet plan so have a variety of options what you can eat but there's a website called eat this much diet.com or .co.uk you go on the home page of this website and you type in the, and you've got to know a little bit about calories, but you type in the calories that you need to eat. So let's say you type in 2000 calories. That's your daily amount that you need to eat to lose weight. And you click generate, it will generate your meal plan for free. And <laughs> it's just, it's just there. And that, that's, that's why, you know, I'm giving this away because, oh, you know, I want to help people, but I also think that a diet plan, it's not as simple as that. It doesn't, a diet plan doesn't just work for people. It's not, it's not the answer. People think it's the golden ticket, but it's it's really not. I think people think from the outset, and people have told me this, that they think it's easier at first. Like a lot of people think, I'm busy. Like you said, you, you teach people about food. Some people think, I don't want to fucking learn about food. I'm busy, okay. I just want you to tell me what to eat. Look, I ain't got time for this and that. Just give me a flipping list of stuff to eat, and then I'll follow it. And it's like, that. that's, that's again, like you said, incorrect thinking, because that's short-term thinking. We yeah. know, as coaches, that's not going to work. Because no matter what foods I write down on a meal plan for anyone, they're not going to like it, because I don't even know who they are. This is the absolute, it's why it's ludicrous to pay for somebody to create your meal plan unless they actually know who you are. Because if, if I tried to make you, Francis, a flipping meal plan, I don't know what you like to eat, or what you can cook, 
or what your budget is or where you shop or what your family likes or, you know, or any of this. I don't know what foods you flipping upset your stomach and what don't, but you do. Yeah. So you, so yeah, so people can make their own meal plan and then follow some sort of structured eating that works for them. And yes, like you said, it's better if it has flexibility and variety. So I'm kind of the same as you on my program. We teach people, um, just how, how, to, how to, de- yeah, how to decide their own calorie intake, how to decide what foods work well for them, how to decide what they want to eat so that they can make their own decisions like an adult. And then they don't have to keep going to people on the internet, including me and saying, Oh, asking people, you don't even know what they think you should eat. Like that makes flipping sense. They don't even know you. <laughs> it makes no sense. I agree, man. I agree. Oh, um, so should we go into tip two? Go for it, sir. Go for it. Hit tip number two. So number one was do not follow a strict diet plan. I like it and agree. Number two, hit us. Number two kind of follows on that. So most people are looking for the perfect diet plan. They focus too much time on that. And they don't work out why they keep failing on the diet plan. So the tip is work out why. Actually analyze what happens when you try and follow a diet and you fail. And oh my work, God, out, work out why it fails. So I'm going to give you some context on this. I work specifically with women who struggle with depression and uh, their main problem is binge eating. So I help them overcome binge eating. Now with binge eating, binge eating happens for many reasons. Two of the reasons are a low mood or a happy mood. It's a, They call it manic and, um, or mania, mania. And it's, uh, it's either the low mood that sets them off, so they feel depressed, they feel down, something bad happens in life, or that, you know, some, for some reason they're having a bad day. And we all do this. When we feel rubbish, we eat food because it makes us feel, feel good. It makes us feel better. It fills that hole that, that we're feeling. So it's a habit that we pick up, and that, that becomes a habit of, of binge eating when it becomes a problem. The same happens, let's say, next week, we're following a strict diet, right? I'm just going to use you as an example. You're following a strict diet. We get to Monday and you, you plan to follow your strict diet, but it's sunny outside. You see loads of people out. You're joyous. You have half a shandy and you're like, okay, screw this diet. The world's my oyster. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And that will then lead to a, you know, you completely falling off it and you might, you know, binge on whatever you whatever you want to binge on. So there's two kind of paths that that people can go. They can either fall off it if they're they're really happy, or they fall off it if they're if they're sad, and they use the diet to to you know to to make them feel better. If it's you know it's, it's the sad way, um, but focusing on what triggers that is is the main thing you need to focus on. That you don't. Everybody knows what to do to lose weight. You don't need you don't need those for weight loss. Everybody can lose weight. If they focused on it for two weeks, they could. But how do you stick to it? How do you sustain that? And the, 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 main, the main key to this I found with, with working for, with hundreds, hundreds, probably over a thousand people over 20, 12 years, is find out why you're falling off. And it might not be either of the reasons I've just said, but there is a reason that you're falling off it. And if you don't focus on that, You'll never overcome it. And the reason people don't focus on this is because it's sometimes painful to think about why you're failing. And, you know, people block it out and they, you know, and, th- and this is the general, I'm going to kind of tell you, I know I'm talking on a little bit here, but the, the general conversation I would have with somebody who, you know, falls off it. Let's say every Friday night, they, they I don't know, a re- reoccurring event happens. They have a, an argument with a partner every Friday night. And then they don't track the calories or they fall off the diet. And, you know, when I'm with a client, when I'm checking in with them the next week and I say, okay, so uh, what kind of, what went wrong last week with you, with your diet? You know, why, why did that go, go off? And the way the conversation starts, it was like, okay, with my diet from basically, I did a lot of steps last week and then I did a lot of training. Um, but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try harder this week. I'm like, okay, you know, that's, that's great. Susan, let's call her Susan. Um, but what, what happened with your diet? Like what kind of, what do you think set you off last week? What, what set you off board? Yeah. So yeah, last week, basically I was good with my diet on Monday and then I got four sessions in on training and I did a lot of steps. So I think I'm going to work harder this week. And the, what I'm getting at here is people don't even realize that they're, they're blocking it out. 
Like they're, they're subconsciously blocking these things out that are the problem. And that's why it's so important to have a coach because people do this and they don't even know that they're doing it. We do it in every area of our life where, where we've got any sort of self-blame or negative language for ourselves. We, we block this out because it's painful for us to think about. But it, when you do really start thinking about these things and working on these specific things and triggers, that's where the magic happens and that's where you actually start seeing results. Sorry I went on for so long there, but I thought that was, a, that was an important topic. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. I completely agree. I loved all that. Um, I can think another another reason that might cause binge or overeating as well. You know, like you you outlined, outlined it might be to counter or cope with negative feelings or in a or in a overly restricted manner some people might in a in a in a celebration kind of way go off track and then once they're off tra- off track you think fuck it i might as well just stay off track because it's done anyway um but it could also be neutral so i, I always think it's pretty interesting to think about these things because people overeat when they're happy they'll overeat when they're sad or they'll overeat in the middle when at neutral because neutral's boring so people will also overeat when yeah. they're bored so if, if you've got a sad feeling you'll eat if you've got a happy feeling you'll eat and if you've got no feeling you'll eat because eating gives you a feeling <laughs> so it never ends for some people it never ends and this is why it's such a struggle um but i i agree um in our six steps to slim program Every single evening, people get a notification, and they don't have to necessarily reply to it, but they get a notification to check in with us and let us know how their day has gone. And they're encouraged to let us know how their day has gone. Yes, if it's gone well, but more, like you said, if their day has not gone well. And so we get maybe... I don't know. Not, not everybody checks into the program every day. It's probably a 50% check-in rate on each day. So we probably get 100 or something like this, check-ins each day from people. And some people have done well, and some people have not done well. And we call this post that people comment on, or they can check in privately by clicking a button. Um, We call it the win or learn post, not win or lose. Because with with a positive perspective, whatever they do, it can help them. So if they check in, hey, Connor, eating well today, decent calories, decent step count, all good. That's a win. Good. They're losing weight or they're feeling good. They're improving health. They're moving forward. If they check in, oh, hey, Connor, got stressed, accidentally ate a full Easter egg or I've ordered a takeaway because I was tired after work or this or that or the other. Um, Like you said, we don't focus on it negatively, but we do focus on it a little bit. We try and look into that and we try and learn from it. So you win or learn. So this, this way people always move forward continuously in some way until they achieve their goal. Every day they either win or if they didn't win, they learn why they didn't win. And sometimes if you learn why you didn't win, sometimes it's not your fault. And then people are off the hook. Sometimes I can't really come up with a good reason either why, how you could have done better. It seems like that was just a shit day sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes shit just happens and you just can't control every single thing. You're only a person. So sometimes then they can just sleep a bit better knowing they're not actually a bad person just because you wanted to take away. Actually, it's fine. <laughs> or sometimes you learn that you could do better. Sometimes you learn, yeah, actually, you could have prepared a bit more. Or yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You could have had different foods ready when you knew you were going to be hungry after work, but you didn't like plant, you know, or something. Like you said, so this is this is an exact sort of process that we take people through as well. It sounds similar to your program where people yeah. comment whether they've done well or not. And then we assess and adjust. If they're doing well, good, keep doing the same things. If you're not doing well, let's look into why and then get in the way of those problems. Yeah, and I think that's that's so important. Like such a, you know, such a good method that you use there. I really like that. And it's, it's important to look into the, you know, the why there. Why is that happened? So I agree that, you know, there should be no blame. Somebody falls off a diet, there should be no blame. Because then if you, like... Well, I, I think it, he who hath no sin cast the first stone. Because I also fall off my diet. Yeah. So now what? I'm not yeah, fucking... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not professional Jesus. Yeah, so I'm not, gonna shout, I'm not going to shout at people when they overeat. Because I flipping overeat. So now what? Yeah, and I think it Ridiculous. also creates, it creates a negative relationship say like with you as a coach you know you're an online coach essentially and what what you find is an online coach is because you're not in person people can ghost you and if they're worried about checking in with you because you're gonna have a go at them they're more likely gonna you know and this is gonna I, i used to train people who used to do bodybuilding competitions and you know that and in that sort of environment it's a very different approach because they you you, they have to be strict 
with a diet. You know, it's like they're coming up to a show that is more, it's less about realistic and it's more about just... It's extreme, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just work But it's like, it's like that in sports anyway, isn't it? People sacrifice, yeah. people will sacrifice their entire lives to win Olympic gold medals or to win bodybuilding competitions or to like, I don't know, hit the ball into the hole better than the other person. <laughs> people exactly. Exactly. And game, it's, yeah. it's, when you come to, you know, normal people, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different ball game. Cause you, you've got to set a, you can't set a negative, you know, uh, you, uh, you know, I can't, I can't think of the word negative connotation. Is that right? Right term with, with your check-ins. Um, cause like if some of you, you know, if you get everybody checking on a daily or a weekly basis, whatever it is, if, you don't want them to have to worry about that checking and worry about you saying bloody hell, yeah, you're not judgment, diet. negativity. Yeah. 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 Cause then they, they already feel bad for eating bad. If I'm going to make them feel worse, they, they're going to definitely avoid it. Yeah. So it has to be a safe space. I agree where people feel open and honest. So don't, don't you know, then I'll tell, I'll tell you one of the things I try and do to, facilitate that in our group is one of one of the things like i said is i don't pretend that i eat perfectly and i only check into my own program on the evening check-in when i've overeaten <laughs> never okay, I like that. That. yeah so I, like I, that. I check in every single time that i eat crap which is usually once or twice a week i check in and say exactly what i've eaten and when i eat well i don't say anything <laughs> i just let other people check in because um, i want them to everyone see, can see that yeah i want them to see that even the boss doesn't eat perfect and I want them yeah. to see me and see that I look slim and then think, oh, yeah, but I see him eating like ice cream and this and that like every single week. And I'm like, yes, it's called balance. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it, man. I like that's a really, really good tool to use. I do. I do. So should we go into the third, third topic? Go for it, sir. Let's keep it yeah. moving. So third one is a bit, you know, controversial in a way, but you've got to be these days. So the third one um, and you got to hear me out on this one. Anyone who, who is listening to this is stop investing your money in exercise alone. Now, what I mean by this is it's quite normal today to get a personal trainer or to join a gym or to go to classes. And, you know, these things can cost can cost money. You know, you get a personal trainer, you're going to be spending at least a couple of hundred quid a month, depending on what you do. Um, you join some of the classes that are out there these days. We've got especially in Sheffield, you know, you've got your, your tribe gyms and things like that, that, you know, they're great places, but they, it costs, costs a lot of money. Now, absolutely. It's great to invest your money into your health, into your fitness, into your exercise. Amazing. But if you're investing all this money into your fitness and you're investing nothing into your nutrition or, or you, you know, if you if your nutrition is amazing already, then ignore this, this isn't directed at you, but if your nutrition isn't good and that's the reason you're failing or for some of the reasons we said before with your habits and binge, binge eating is essentially a habit that you um, that is sending you off and you're not investing your money into that area, then you're just not going to be getting the results you want. And like, like, let me just give you an example of this. So let's say you book a personal trainer, right? People normally book one to three sessions a week. Most people book a session a week and that's going to cost you 100 to 200 quid, depending on the personal trainer and what they charge. A lot of people book up to three times a week. So let's say you're spending four or five hundred quid with a trainer per month, or three to five hundred, you know, depending on again who it is. Now, a lot of people use the 70, 30, 80, 20, you know, it's 80% nutrition, 20% um, exercise. I, I, I think it's a lot more extreme. I think it's more like 95% nutrition, habits, hormones, things like that, and then 5% maximum on your exercise for a normal everyday person. If you're looking into the, the realm of sports, if you're looking into the realm of somebody who's more experienced in training, that, that might be a different number. But for somebody who trains one to three times a week, you know, you're looking at about 5% of your results that are actually coming from your, your exercise. And let's, let's total this up over the week. So you're training with a trainer three times, three times a week maximum. That's three hours, three hours a week. There are 168 hours in a week. So you are spending a premium price for the result. And you're not going to be getting any results because if your nutrition, if your habits are not on point, and this, take in mind, guys, this is not, this is a trainer that, for a trainer that trains you. If your trainer is offering you 
actual help with your nutrition and your habits and giving you support and accountability outside of them sessions, again, that's a different story if it's working for you. If it's a trainer that gives you a copy and paste diet plan, that, that is, you, you need to be listening to this because you're, you're spending a premium price on a trainer, on the exercise side of things, when really you don't even need that. You need help with your nutrition. You need help with your, your, your habits. You've got a big, for most of you, you've got a big problem that's been affecting you for, let's say, 5, 10, 20, 30 years, you know? Um, and I think it's a, a common misconception that exercise is the, is the cure. Exercise is, you know, it's the icing on the cake. You've got, you've got your, um, your nutrition. I'm sure you use the exact same thing, but you've got your nutrition, the most important part. You've got your daily activity, but I don't, I don't class that within the exercise sector. You know, your steps and how much you move and, and just what your general um, average daily activity is. And then you've got your exercise in the gym. And that exercise is just such a small part of it. If you keep investing your money in exercise and you're not getting that support with your nutrition and your habits and everything else, you're throwing your money down the drain and you're just never, ever, ever going to see the result. And it's going to be so disappointing for you again. And and again, there I spoke on for quite a while, but... A very, a very important topic and probably quite controversial, you know, people, tra especially trainers, if there are any trainers listening to this, it might rub people the wrong way. But I think uh, everything there is quite valid. And to, to any trainer that does offer support with nutrition and you do benefit your clients in that way, that's amazing. You know, that's that's that this doesn't really this is you aren't classed under this bracket. Yeah, but most personal trainers are shit. That's not what you said, but that's what <laughs> that's what's true. That's um, what I meant. Most personal, <laughs> yeah, most, most personal trainers don't do a good job at all, um, which is good for us because it's easy to stand out. If you're not yeah. an idiot and you actually pay attention and do the right things, oh my God, can you imagine? You can literally become one of the best personal trainers in the world. We've been there and done it. Um, yeah. I think I too, many, too many trainers when they're like, I'm not going to this topic because this is a huge topic, but... Trainers concentrate on the wrong thing. Trainers preach what they do themselves. And that is not, most trainers want to go and compete in body. I was in this bracket. Most trainers want to go and compete in bodybuilding and they pass these traits onto the general public. And that's what creates a lot of the misconceptions nowadays. You know, a lot, a lot of the things that are passed on from their personal, you know, personal training. And then they concentrate so much on these different variations of, the exercises instead of worrying about what Susan actually needs or what, what, you know, Tom actually needs. They're just focusing, they're projecting their own sort of what they do on their clients instead of focusing on their, on their clients, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or trying to help their clients find their own way. Yeah. That's really what it's about. You're not trying to create smaller carbon copies of you because just like if I, if I got you or any of my clients to eat what I eat, that's not going to work. <laughs> You'll hate that. So that's not going to make sense. So it'd be ridiculous to think that you would like the same exercise as me too. So I suppose it's the, it's the same thing you're saying there. The same reasons you don't want someone to follow a diet plan is pretty much the same reasons that you shouldn't just copy a structured training program either like that. You shouldn't just copy and paste a random program. You should find what exercises work for you and you should do them um, and then build it up from there sort of thing. That does make sense. And I don't think your, your original point, which was... Well, it was, it was don't only invest in the exercise, wasn't yeah. it? But I don't think that's controversial. I think, like you said, it, if it rubs people the wrong way, I don't, I don't really care because it's right. You're, you're, you're literally statistically right as well, don't you know? Because if you look at um, not like BMR, not like the amount of calories somebody burns on a baseline, but total daily energy expenditure, like TDEE or yeah. whatever, um, exercise statistically and proportionately on average makes up 5%. So when you said it's 95% food and 5% um exercise that's not far off like you said non-exercise activity um that you weren't counting in that statistically is about 10 percent of calorie burn most of it comes from bmr and then most of that comes from apart from your height it's how much you weigh and that's determined by what you eat somewhat mm -hmm. isn't it so you're exactly right weight loss is food first i liked what you food said right at the beginning yeah it's food first this is the game um 
I liked what you said right at the beginning because you you skipped over it because it makes sense to you, but I feel like it's a giant point. You said don't only invest in the exercise and then you said that's good for your health and that's good for your fitness, which is true. Exercise, it, it's for health and fitness, isn't it? That's what it's for. It's not for fat loss. It's the wrong tool for the wrong job. And people get this very confused. So I, I like that you've picked this tip specifically because I asked you for your top three tips for fat loss or weight management. Those were literally the words that I use. So you're coming at it from the right perspective, trying to teach people that exercise is not the right tool for the job if you're trying to slim down. Yeah, and to, to kind of expand on that as well, and I say this to all my clients, I'm not, I'm not a health coach. I am a weight loss coach, and they are two completely different areas. Like, and it's where a lot of people go wrong with diets. They try and eat healthy. Eating healthy and eating for weight loss, two completely different different things that you could you know you could have thousands of books on you know there's that much there's that much variation between the two and most people try and eat healthy or be healthy be healthy when they try and lose weight and it's not what they've got to do they've just got to be smart and follow the the right tools the right advice that is out there you know and and people get told it a lot a lot at the time of how to lose weight um but being healthy is not necessary. I'm not telling people not to be healthy, but concentrating on health and weight loss at the same time, in my opinion, is too overwhelming for most people. And concentrating on weight loss first, getting that right, and then bringing health into it as a factor. That makes perfect sense. I'm going to disagree with you slightly, but in a good way. Because you, you said you're not a health coach, you're a weight loss coach. But I would argue on that point that you are, you've got to admit you're at least a bit of a health coach because losing weight makes people healthier. People can deny, and they can be January this year, health at any body weight, etc. But statistically, it's not true. The higher your BMI goes, and if it starts going off the top of the BMI scale, not everyone, but on average, it's not good. Um, it's not in good. fact, no, it's not good. And losing weight is actually the number one variable that people can actually control themselves for actually health improvement so if somebody thinks i want to improve my health and they've got excess body fat that they could lose that's the number one place they should start anyway so i think you sell yourself short sir Um, Uh, yeah well the the way i word it is it's a byproduct of what i do you know i help people lose weight oh that's interesting that makes sense yes Mm -hmm. okay that makes perfect sense um yeah, because yeah, it, 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 does, it does both things at once, doesn't it? When you lose weight, it gets healthy. And I think it depends what your categorization or like the semantics of the word healthy is. Because you know what I teach my members? I teach them that if we're talking about healthy foods, when I say healthy foods, I don't mean what's green and what's not. <laughs> that's because that's, that's what people instinctively think. They think when I say healthy food, they imagine a broccoli or a lettuce that's not that's not what i mean really because body weight is the number one health issue that people will experience in the western world throughout their lifetime not vitamin and mineral deficiency Mm. then then how many vitamins and minerals or how much fiber or how green or not let's say the food that you eat is is a much lower variable for health than the calories because body weight issues is the number one issue they're going to come across on average people in the Western world and calories is the number one thing that affects body weight. That means the calorie amount in the food is the number one health variable. So if, if we are to rank foods in what's healthy and what's not, you can basically put them in calorie order from lowest to highest and you should on average go for the lower calorie things and that will keep you in a better position. Then, like you said, because I, I assume when you were saying rather than focusing on health rather than weight loss, you're thinking if somebody just tries to do dietary quality improvement and they don't focus on dietary quantity improvement, then that won't necessarily go the best. That's like a slimming world style program where they just yeah. they get you to they get you to just improve dietary quality and just eat healthy, but they just let you eat whatever you want. And that works for some people, but Probably not, to be fair, that anybody who's listening to this show, <laughs> because if, because then you, most people have tried Slimming World because they're more famous than me. So by the time who you, by the time you find out who I am, you've definitely used Slimming World and it's not worked. <laughs> so if, yeah. if it had worked and you were slim, you wouldn't be listening to this, most likely. Yeah, you know that that's that is good advice. That is good advice. I think most most people I speak to have tried Slimming World's Weight Watchers. It's a general go-to. And it's the one, one more point I'm going to go over, you know, and this is something that you 
probably come across in your time is, uh, you know, the, the Slimming World and Weight Watch sends a really bad trend towards the health and weight loss world because they're just because they're so cheap. Like they're cheap, cheerful, but they don't work. You know, for night ni- statistically, they don't work for ninety six percent of people. Um, or to keep the weight off. Every diet in the world works, you know, pretty much every diet in the world works because it is, they're all calorie controlled. That's all they are. Um, And they they help you lose weight. But if it's not suitable for your lifestyle, it won't help you keep weight off long-term. You'll just be back in in square one. But people, you know, they I don't know what they cost. It costs like 20 quid a month. They, they're quite yeah. cheap programs. And for for some people, a very small percentage, it'll work. But because these are set in trend with such a small, you know, price bracket, when people talk to me about coaching, because I do one-to-one coaching, it costs a lot more money. You know, coaching costs a lot because you actually get someone working with you on a one-on-one basis. The same as personal training. You know, personal training can cost, you know, up to 500, it depends who you go with, but up to 500 quid a month, depending on what you get. Um, And you compare that to 20 quid, most people are going to look at that and think that's too much money too much money but it's probably the right amount of money that you if you need a coach if you need a trainer i'm not telling everybody they need one but if you feel you need one it's probably the right amount that you need to invest in your health but people's perception of what they should invest in their health has really been skewed by by these things so i think in that that's really damaging because i think people don't people who need a coach don't get a coach not because they can't afford it because they think it's too much money um, compared to the Slimming World and weight, uh, and weight Watchers, and they might never, ever reach the goals. They might be, you know, if they're people I work with are people who suffer with depression, and it really upsets me to think of somebody who's in a place where I really can help them, I can change their life around, um, you know, and I, I can make their life better, but they're not willing to invest the money in coaching. And I just think, like, I'm really upset because I know this person is probably won't find the answer they're looking for and they'll live the rest of their, their life that way. So I think these programs have really skewed people's perception of what they need to invest in their health. If that, does that make sense? Oh, I think it's an amazing point, sir. I think it's a great point, except I think it's flipping great and hilarious. I don't mind whatsoever. There's always somebody who will do it cheaper than you. And I don't give a shit what they do. Literally, there's always somebody who will do it worse for cheaper. There's a famous phrase, it costs more to hire amateurs. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you buy... Yeah, you're gonna buy fifteen times at Slimming. You're gonna buy fifteen times at Slimming World. People go back for fucking years. That's what. If you pay twenty quid a month, what do you expect of Slimming World and Weight Watchers? They're the same as your first point. You said don't follow a flipping restrictive or non-variable at least plan. What are Slimming World and Weight Watchers? They're basically flipping meal plans. It's just that they've got slightly different rules. But yeah. it's like, oh my God, so it fails for the exact same reason. So yeah. of course, if you only pay 20 quid, you get Susan from Asda, who's your, who's your <laughs> fat loss coach. Yeah, and then when you- me- Don't get me when you, this. <laughs> when, when you're messaging her in the middle of the day and she's not getting back to you and you need help on your food or you're about to binge eat, she, and she's at work at Asda or at B&Q, which I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but she can't get back to you because she's got a flipping 40 hour a week other job. And you wonder why you struggle with the weight loss and why the service is shit. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I literally don't. My online program is £36 per month, so it's basically double Slumming World and Weight Watchers, and people are like, <gasps> double? I'm like, yes, double. Fucking hell. And then I've got a two-week free trial. If people are offended, I say, look, just join the free trial, and if you don't like it, just leave. And when they join, they realize it's not twice as good as Slumming World or Weight Watchers. It's 10 times as good. It's 100 times better. And they think, oh, my God, it can be like this. The support and the program can be this. Oh, my God. And then they realize that they've been flipping, rolling shit up a hill at flipping uh, Slumming World for goddamn well, this, 15 years. Yeah, this is it. You know, it's like the the with Slimming World Weight Watchers, what people don't realize is they will actually spend more money on these programs than they would in a trainer over a longer period of time. Because, as you said, people do it 15 plus times. Probably After a lot bought more. all those little snacks that they bring around as well. <laughs> all the yeah, little, like... Look- all those little, yeah. they have their own little like foods that you can eat, don't they? And their own little yeah. protein bars and their own low calorie version. Gee, you spend a fortune. Yeah, spend a goddamn yeah, fortune. I, I read a statistic the other day. I didn't know the truth behind it. It was itself. Don't you know? Maybe fact check me on this one. But apparently, <laughs> people people in general try try forty nine seventy three fad diets 
in their lifetime. Oh my god! Now, oh, if I don't you, know if that's true either. But it sounds aggressive, yeah, doesn't it? You know, let's let's say <laughs> for for this, it's not you know far off. Let's say somebody tries a new diet every month for for a year. You know, that's twelve diets. God, so I you, hope not. You, you, you've tried, you know, or maybe Already, you tried yeah. th- three, four a year. You know, let's say over ten years, that's thirty, forty diets. God. Easily there, you know, times that by easily. Three, you know, you, you've got a lot oh, more. No. Let's let's say you try fifty diets in your lifetime and the average weight watch is 20 quid something well 20 quid is that roughly what they cost something like that yes yeah, similar it depends what service you get similar though okay so over that span of time you're going to be spending several thousand pounds uh, and you're not going to be getting the result that you want to get and you're going to be going through all the emotional trauma that you're going to be received received from staying in the same position or, or getting worse so it's a yeah, huge, going forwards huge... and backwards it just wrecks people doesn't it i agree yeah, and I, I think yeah, they do it, hot... do it right, do it once. This is the game. Yeah, that's it. And I'm I'm a bit, you know, like again, uh, people, you know, some of the things I I do might might upset a few people, but like with with my, the programs I do, pe- people have to invest money. Like it's is I want people who are ready to take action. And I think if somebody if somebody's spending twenty thirty quid, I don't mind losing twenty thirty quid. Like, would that be the end of the world if you lost 20, 30 quid? No. But if, if somebody invests in a trainer, let's say, as the earlier example, somebody invests in a personal trainer and they spend 300 quid a month, they're going to be a lot more likely to follow through with it because they're, 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 they're financially and mentally invested in that. So I, I know these people are going to be, you know, they're ready to make a change. And I, I want to work with the people who are, and because I work with people with depression, I want to work with people that I can make a change to their life and if they're only willing to spend 20 quid I, I don't want i really don't want a part of it you know and that that might hurt or upset a few people but if you're if you're not willing to back yourself then i can't make a change you know to you i can't help you but that, that's kind of my stance on it yeah reminds me of the bible there's a quote that where your treasure lies there your heart lies also <laughs> a new quote to me but i like it <laughs> yeah, where your treasure lies, there your heart lies also. So it's exactly like yeah. you're saying. If the max you're willing to invest in your health is 20 quid, but I don't know, you'll see, it's 20 quid for two cocktails. You can't even get a takeaway for 20 quid, not for two people. You know, you can't even go for one meal out, can you? So it's like... Yeah, this, it, this is my pet hate as well, you know. Again, because I work with people who are in such an extreme area where people say they can't, they can't afford it. You know, people are saying, I need this, Fran. I need this. This is it's, this problem is ruining my life. And then, I, you know, I, I talked to them about the price of coaching, which is just the normal price of coaching. And um, I, I can't afford it, Fran. But they're willing to spend all this money on takeaways, all this money on clothes per month. And they're not willing to invest this money in the health. You know, like that's that's not anybody else's problem. That's a mindset problem that that, that person has to has to overcome. And nobody can help somebody if they're in that mindset. Yeah, maybe maybe some people um, for any price range. There'll always definitely be some people that can't afford it. But maybe what most people should really say is that they won't afford it. It's not that they can't; it's that they won't spend that money, it, or they so- won't, they won't make cutbacks in other areas to yes, you, you know, to to, pri- to partition some of that. Yeah, something like that. And it's up to people what they do, isn't it? It's up, it's up to people what they do. Um, and how and how they spend their money, so it's it's literally their choice, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I it's I whatever makes you them know, happiest. This, this this isn't direct. So let's say if somebody doesn't have a have a job and they're in a bad financial situation, that that message isn't aimed towards them, and it's not it's not aimed at anybody who doesn't think they need a, a coach, but somebody who knows they need a coach, and their situation is ruining their life, and they know they need to make a change, and they at least have a minimum wage full time job. I think you can afford a coach. Like that's, that's my opinion on the matter. And if, if you disagree with it, you know, if anybody disagrees with that, that's okay. But that's, that's my stance on it. You can, you, you choose where you prioritize what everything in life, including what you invest in. If you have, if you invest, if you have enough to buy takeaways, I don't want to hear that you can't invest in your health. If you have enough to buy new clothes each month, I don't want to hear that you can't invest in your health. If you don't, have a job and you're struggling financially you know completely get that that is that is a different situation but you know you every everybody and the reason this is a big issue because people are literally they, they believe these reasons so i'm not i'm not you know arguing with anyone here but people believe this stuff they believe they can't invest in this stuff that they need 
so that that's that's actually going to hold them back for the rest of their life you know and i have this conversation with people if somebody comes to me and says says my depression is the worst it can be because of my weight i you know i'm getting to the point where i'm suicidal and they have a they have a good job and they have they're in a position that they're in and they're not willing to invest in themselves I, I will confront them on this because I actually give it. I can swear, can't I? Yeah, I give a shit <laughs> about them, and that's 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 why I'm so kind of strong, strong-minded on this on this topic because I give a shit. You know, I don't want to see that person. I've been in that situation. It's why I do what I do. I, you know, my my weight is was always a problem going up and down and up and down because of depression leading to binge eating. It was awful, such a bad place mentally. And I I want to be able to help people, but if people cannot get in the mindset where they can help themselves nobody else can nobody's ever going to be able to help them yeah yeah you're exactly right there sir that'll yeah, be my so. fourth point <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that, that makes that makes perfect sense though yeah people have to want to do it there's only so much we can yeah. do as coaches isn't it i can i can show you the path but you've got to walk it, it it's yeah. still your it's still your journey i can even carry some of your baggage because i've got wide shoulders i do my lateral raises um and and i've got yeah i've got rid of a lot of my own baggage as well like i used to struggle with my food and with my mental health and with my body and with just bloods and now i just don't because i've worked at it for flipping 15 years or whatever it's been so now i'm i'm not perfect but i'm okay with where i am so i've dropped some of my own bags giving me more space and energy to help other people carry theirs but still if they're if they're not willing to get up and try and move then there's not much you can do for people on the money front of it i try and create a so anything that i can do to help people at any level really like if people go to the website slumsociety.co.uk you can download a free one hour um calorie control lecture from me so if you can't afford coaching or anything you can just go there and just download it and it's it's literally me teaching you how to control your diet so that you can lose weight definitely then i have a yeah, then I have a downloadable version of the six steps to slim where you get no coaching. Um, you just actually download the lectures and then run yourself through it. And that's only 20 quid, same as Slimming World, but one off. So not even monthly. You can just download it just for your 20 squid runes if you so please. And then the six steps to slim group is £36 per month. And then my, my own personal one-to-one coaching, that's £100 per month. So it like goes up in like steps. I love it, Friends. man. You're giving so much stuff out there. I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to help people. Literally, I'm just trying to, my, my goal is I want as, ma- as many people in the world to lose weight under my name as possible. N- not even just because it's under my name, but under, under good, healthy teachings, more, more, I should say. But I want, to, I want to help as many people as possible in as many ways as possible. That's why I put out these flipping podcasts like this, even mm. setting up these interviews with busy people like you to try and get your opinions and expertise in to help some different people as well. Just putting this out for free multiple times per week. I'm not that busy. I'm not that busy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I love, you know, I love your view on it. It's help as many people as you want. I've got actually a little bit of a different view on what, you know, everybody's got their own goals. I, I don't want to help as many people as, as I possibly can. I want to drastically change the lives of, and you, I know your, your goal will obviously be the same. I want to drastically change the lives of a few. Like my, my, the way, the way my uh, kind of program works are very different. Um, and it's a, it's a, very very uh kind of personal on the you know the topics we go over because a lot of people who come on board are, uh, are depressed a lot of people get suicidal you know a lot of people are are in, in a very bad place so there's a lot more uh a lot of um support that's kind of needed not not only on the weight loss front that makes um, perfect sense so it's, it's quite yeah. it's quite close coaching then you're saying yeah 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 so very very close coaching, which is why it's why I, you know, I care so much about it, and it's it's why I do what I do because I've gone through the journey I have, and I've I've, I've kind of, you know, I want to help people in that same same realm of life. That's kind of, you know, it's so I've I've always, uh, you know, every every you see the YouTube videos that say find your purpose in life, you know, and I, I always used to think um, it's fucking bullshit these videos, <laughs> these videos. <laughs> but um, I kind of guess I came across this on on accident, and uh, I've only specifically been working with people in this area for the last two years of of my career, and it kind of happened by accident, just because of the content that I put out there. But you know, it it, it really does, and I think with personal training, 
personal training I enjoyed as a job, but it didn't really give me the fulfillment yeah. I wanted. But this this is probably a lot tougher as a job because you take on a lot of emotional, you know, you take on other people's bag. I don't want to call it baggage, but baggage is essentially. And it's it's tough, you know, it's the sort of stuff that sometimes keeps you awake at night. But it, it, it really does, it gives me a lot of contentness. That's not a word, but um, you, you get the picture. It really makes me happy. You know, it, may, it gets, gets me up in the morning. It helps, it, it helps me enjoy what I do it helps me feel good in myself um doing what I do and that's that's why I get you know you can hear the hear the sort of passion I had for it a minute ago when people don't help themselves it's why I it's why I've got so much passion for that because I actually I give a I give a shit in this this specific area that makes sense sir I love it that makes perfect sense what do you think I think that's a a decent level to conclude on that's a wrap, mate. That's uh, I think it is definitely. We've, we've been just this. over an hour. Yeah, it's been really good, sir. It's been just over an hour. I think that's been a decent conversation. What do you think? It has. It has. Do you do you get to see how many people listen listen to this afterwards? Like, I want to hear how many people get to listen to my rants. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I it goes out to like flipping like six different platforms, and I can't get statistics ah. from all of them, or because literally I've not created accounts at all these different places do you know that other people somehow intercept what's called the rss feed from this podcast and then post it onto podcast places without my permission (laughs) people steal this podcast and blast it around the internet like you can literally find this podcast on google cast and that is not my fault i've not told the i don't know who's done that It's it's literally not even my choice um so yeah i can i'll let you know sir um i'll let you know and it's building steadily i've only been doing this podcast specifically most people listen through spotify or apple podcasts um and i've only been doing this for a couple of months i can't even remember that's why my voice went so high then i can't remember to be, but not long literally not long but the following is building and people are finding it and people like it and we've had people join the six steps to slim program off of the back of these conversations um that i've been having with as well so people are obviously finding it and they're liking it and it's been good i love it man that's brilliant well it's it's been so enjoyable today but i've enjoyed speaking to you man thank you please just tell people where they can go find you um either on your social media or your website or something if they're looking for coaching or from things that you put out yeah so um the, the company that I, I run, it's called Lean for Life. So Lean for Life, and not, not the um, number four, just the, the word. Um, if you search weight loss tips for women in Facebook, I've got a free group that I run in there, and it is, it's, is what it says on the tin. It's weight loss tips for women. If you do join that group and you've been listening to this, this whole podcast, uh, just take in mind some of the stuff in uh, – all of the stuff I put in there is upsetting to some people. Like I say, everything that I say from the, you know, it all comes from the heart. It all comes from a meaningful place where I want to help change people's lives. And I, I always say I'm, I'm okay set upsetting somebody short term if I feel it's going to benefit them in the long run, if it's going to give them a better life. So in that group, there's a lot of tough love going out in there. So if you want to join weight loss tips for women group on Facebook. All right. Thank you. And from me to you as well, sir, if you want to do another podcast or you get a topic or something you want to talk about, I'm always available. We can get it booked in. I usually I'm looking for one to two guests per week. And I think this has been a great show. I think we've gone back and forth really well. I loved and enjoyed your tips. and It's been great spending time with you. I loved it, man. This is good. I'm, I'm game for another. I'm game for another round. <laughs> All right then, sir. Thank you so much. Um, And thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll speak to him. We'll see you again soon.